Hey friends, I'm Shauna, your nerdy girlfriend from simpleonpurpose.ca and this is Simple Saturdays, which is being renamed Simple On Purpose, the Simple On Purpose podcast. So welcome. I don't know if the name change has shown up in your podcast player yet, yet, but it is still the same me, still the same nerdy girlfriend conversation about decluttering your home, your heart, and your life. And for those of you who are new, welcome. I am Shauna. I'm a mom of three, a minimalist, a life coach, and I live in small town Canada, and I am here to help you find more peace, more purpose, and more passion in your life because I have been through this experience where I was not living my life on purpose. I was in victim mode. I was reactive. I was just responding to whatever came up in my day. And I took some steps to start living my life with intention and live it on purpose. It wasn't easy. It wasn't pretty, but it can be done no matter what season of life you are in. So I'm here to help you through that with small, simple tips and small little actions you can take that will build into your future self and the life that you want on purpose. So today I'm going to be sharing an episode about the growth mindset. And the reason that I wanted to talk about the growth mindset is we are talking all about change this month in the Making Change Challenge. And this is a challenge that I opened up to anyone who wanted to be part of it. People have signed up. There's about 300 of you guys so far. You can join anytime and still get this content emailed to you and work through it at your own pace if you want to do that. Just check out the link in the show notes and you can do that. But making change, it's so important because change is inevitable. We always hear about it. You know, if we're moms, we experience it like no two days feel the same, even though they're exactly the same. But change is just always happening around us. And there is a lot to be said by how we go through change. There's change that we want to have, but we just can't quite figure out how to make it. There's change that is happening to us and we don't want it. But we can't let ourselves get held back by victimhood or confusion or overwhelm. We still have the ability to be proactive even when this change isn't something we want, even when we don't really know how to do it. We can still take small, meaningful steps to show up better through that change. And the growth mindset is kind of the first thing that I wanted to introduce in how to do that. So how does the word change make you feel? stressed out, pressured, ambivalent, encouraged. Depending on the season of life you are in, change can feel overwhelming or motivating or just not even applicable, need not apply. And also depending on your view of yourself and your ability to change, this word can make you feel all those things as well. So just right here, you can see that there are two circumstances that alter your relationship to change. One is the life season. What's coming at you? Like, what are the balls being thrown at you? And the other is your view of yourself, your ability to handle it. Are you catching these balls? How is your ability to catch these balls? But why does it even matter how we feel about change? It matters because our feelings tell us what we think about it. They tell us our mindset, and we'll talk about that in just a minute. First, let's talk about what change means. To me, change means doing something different. And there are lots of ways to do something different. You can change your environment, your space, the situation around you. You can change your mindset, your thoughts, the story you're telling yourself. You can change your emotions with which you approach your life. You can change your actions, behaviors, and habits. And there's a strong focus on this last one on changing our actions. 
But without doing the work on our mindsets and our emotions, this fizzles out for us. We can only rely on willpower for so long before we need to get back to addressing the mindset that we are operating from. And this brings me to the mindset that all of us need in order to become change makers, the growth mindset. And the growth mindset is something I heard about when my kids are toddlers. A mom bestie told me about it. And then suddenly I had all these ads popping up on my social media about it because my phone's listening. It's weird, right? But it's okay because I wanted this information because I had kids that were struggling with growth mindset, especially as they were getting to enter the preschool years. So the growth mindset was coined by Carol Dweck because she was researching education and how kids learn, and she uncovered there's two mindsets that really affect it, the growth mindset and the fixed mindset. The research found that students with a growth mindset were more successful overall because they were determined and hopeful and embraced challenges. Well, I'm not going to get into it all here about teaching your kids the growth mindset. There is so much good information out there. Just Google that if that's something you're interested in as a parent. I want to talk about you. (laughs) So let's talk about the fixed mindset, the other one. A fixed mindset assumes that intelligence is limited, that struggles mean you are deficient in this area, and that setbacks are cues to give up. A growth mindset, on the contrary, assumes that anyone can learn anything with time and effort. The struggles are a natural part of the learning process, and the setbacks show you where to dig in more. And thoughts matter, and the reason that the mindset matters is because everything we do comes from our underlying beliefs. Even if we don't see it or appreciate it, our mindsets are there running the show. And I say this based on the cognitive behavioral therapy model, which I use in life coaching, and many therapists and life coach use it. And it teaches us this, an event triggers a thought. I'll give you an example. I've decided to take up running, so I go for a run. I can barely run a block. My thoughts could be, I should be able to go way further. I should have that runner's high people talk about. I don't know what I'm doing. My chest is going to explode. My shins have turned to glass shards and they, I, my body is broken. I'm just not a runner. Running is not my thing. And this thought in my head, the story I'm telling myself, is going to trigger an emotion. So an event triggers a thought, a thought triggers an emotion. My emotions are, I'm feeling defeated. I'm unmotivated to run. I'm disappointed in my body and my physical abilities. And this is where we act. We act based on how we feel. So how do these feelings make us act? What behaviors are being triggered from this? If I'm thinking all these things and feeling all these things, then I probably won't run again. I probably won't feel much motivation to take up most most exercises that require this kind of physical demand. And if anyone tries to give me advice, I'm probably going to shut it down. I'm not a runner. Thank you. Move on. (laughs) The behaviors now have reinforced our original thoughts. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yep. I'm not a runner because I thought it, I felt it, I acted out from it. And it was a self-fulfilling prophecy of my original thought in the first place. But if I approach all this with a growth mindset, When I can barely run that block, and this is a true story for me, by the way, I could tell myself, of course I can't. I just started for the first time today. And running takes time, like it's building up muscles, building up endurance, and I can give myself the time to do the hard work it takes. When I think those thoughts, I feel much more hopeful and empowered. And when I'm feeling those things, I'm going to do things like upgrade my 1990s Walmart runners to something with actual foot support. I'm probably going to download a good playlist. I will even look up running videos and I'll just give myself one simple little goal, like make it through that block without, 
wanting to die on the pavement. I will do the work and I will become someone who is learning to run. So this is a true story. I could barely run a block and I would push myself to do it if there was someone in the neighborhood watching me. And then I would turn the corner and just like crash, just like, oh, now I have to walk the rest of the way. That's all I could do. But it's been about four years and I've kept it up. I run, walk, run, walk. I've been doing runs at home on the treadmill and now I can run for almost a whole Netflix show. I'm so proud of myself, guys. And when I say run, I mean jog, just to put it in perspective here. But it can't be easy. And you are right, changing your thoughts is not easy. I always say it's like a river carving a new path through the rock. But it is possible. And struggles actually act as a gym for your brain muscles to get stronger. Struggles make you physically stronger. They also make you mentally stronger. So where might you see a fixed mindset for yourself that's holding you back from making changes? Here's some questions to help you think about it. Where do you hide instead of seeking help? Where do you give up, especially if you're faced with a setback? Where do you lack confidence in yourself and your ability to handle or change a situation? What challenges do you avoid? Where do you tell yourself that you are broken or deficient? Where do you get defensive about feedback? And where do you feel threatened by the success of others and how it relates to you? Now, here's what I want you to take away from all this. The first one is that change is possible. Get excited, friend. If you've been feeling hopeless and stuck, let's open up this month with the belief coming into it that change is possible. You don't need to see the path yet, but just get excited that there's one available to you. And don't feel pressured. I know this mindset stuff can be like, oh, sure, if it's that easy, why don't I do it then? This is where I come in, your nerdy girlfriend and life coach, and we will walk through this. Or you might also be thinking, if it's as simple as changing my mindset, then all I see is all the areas where I need to make changes. And this is where grace and priorities come in. If you are feeling to be a change maker, then just start in one simple place. And I recommend using the life evaluation quiz to help you decide which area of your life to get started. And then still keep things small while you are working on observing your mindsets and gaining traction with making simple, practical changes over the months. So if you want to join in this challenge, there are worksheets and weekly lessons that come out on the Sunday, then stop by the link in the show notes and sign up to get that all sent to you. And if you aren't part of the Facebook community group and Facebook is a place you like to hang out, I am stopping in there to give some live videos and some Q&A all about making change. So make sure to join that, join that group and do answer the inter questions. They are required for access into the group. All right, friends, that wraps up today's podcast episode. If you do like this episode, if you like this podcast, please share it. Sharing is caring. I want to offer up new mindsets and new strategies for women everywhere who are feeling overwhelmed and cluttered and kind of confused about the next best step to take. So please do share this podcast and feel free to find me on Instagram at simpleonpurpose.ca and drop me a line there. 